Yo, yo, this is Justin, Justin B. Bieber. Hey, it's Ariana Grande. Just the interviews. A Zach Sang Show exclusive podcast. Hey. We got yeah. Heather, we got Dana, we welcome back to the studio. Yes. <laughs> Sabrina yes. Carpenter. Hey. hey. I get so comfortable in here so quickly now because I know I'm about to be here for a second. It makes it <laughs> And that makes me happy. I walked in, I was a minute late, and you arrived perfectly on time. And by the time I walked in here, you were in a little ball. I was just in a little pillow. ball. Mm-hmm. Living, living a good life. Living a good life. How you feeling right now? I'm feeling good. Uh, I was drinking juice, though, so I feel super healthy today. Oh, nice. nice. Yeah. Do, do you drink juice often? No, but like, <laughs> you know, like those days where you just want to feel healthy and say, so I'm going to drink a juice. Yeah, and then it's all a sham. The one time you do it, like I'm healthy now. And, and that's it. And then tomorrow no, you start I'll, with a milkshake. I'll, I'll do it. <laughs> no, I don't start. I end most days with milkshakes, though. Fun fact. I love milkshakes. Uh, they're a very underrated dessert. They are. People don't understand the opportunity that a milkshake brings, especially if you do chunky ice cream in a milkshake. I feel like people never know what they're going to expect clicking on your interviews. Like, it could be about anything. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I could have gone on a full tangent about milkshakes just then, but I decided to not. But I, I felt I'm passionate about you the milkshake. You're passionate. Exactly. Me too. I drink battery acid. It's, what? It's, it's called Literally, yeah. Red Bull. Oh, I was it's like, worst what? Thing. I've never had Red Bull. I'm scared of what it'll uh, do to don't. me. Don't. Do it. I'm scared of that, Sabrina. Whenever you want to try it, can you call me? I want to be Yeah, there. for sure. I'll serve you and you really you want me to, though? To your first I'll FaceTime you. That'll be crazy. Please. Yeah. I just want to see Wild. it course through your veins. Yeah. See your eyes. <laughs> wow. Almost love. That is the single right now. And, dude, it is a jam to bop. Thanks. It makes you move. Thanks. It's uh, This song is different yeah. than every other song you put out into the world. Yeah. It's, I don't know. How does it feel for you? Because for a listener, I feel like I'm getting a different side of you or a new generation of you. Wow. Yeah. I'd say the same thing. I think it's so funny because I don't think when you're in an album process, like you're, you're writing an album and I've been writing this album for two years. Um, I don't think when you're in that cycle, you almost even realize that you're changing until you kind of stop for a second and you look back and you go, oh my gosh, this is completely different from where I started. Um, and that was something that I definitely heard after I wrote Almost Love. I was like, oh, there's just this personality that I haven't explored before. Um, you, it felt like you heard that in my voice rather than just like what the song was about or the lyrics. Like yeah. all around, it just felt like a new a new voice. So do you go back and listen to all the songs you've created over the two years and you go, wow, I was this person at the top of the two years and I was this person midway through. Yeah, it's scary. <laughs> Mostly two years ago like like it's always scary where you like where you start you know what I mean because yeah. you're you go like how how is I that person I'm so different now um and it's so weird because for me I guess my songs are like my they're like my timeline yeah. and that's how I really decipher like who I was as a person then and who I am now which it, it's pretty cool like I, it's it's like having a diary but but like it's a little bit glossier a little bit nicer super glossy super yeah and the world I, listens to it <laughs> exactly and not everybody well and that's that's the interesting thing is like certain parts about your diary I think you just don't share with people that's why they made the ones with the locks that like you mm-hmm. had to like have the invisible ink to get in uh, I had the one that was voice activated where Whoa. You your voice that actually wow. makes me really happy that you had one I think I had probably 12 and then just like wrote for them in like three days and then stopped using them See, at least you wrote in them. I'd even try. Like, I, oh, I, my sister had it. it. I it stole was voice it. Activated. Yeah, yeah. But uh, you kept a diary in life three days. That was it. Yeah. No, I think I kept multiple diaries, but like I would only use them for like three days. Got it. And I would think like this is the time I'm gonna I'm gonna finish this one out, and I never do. 
So at the, what's your, you listen back to the first song that you wrote for Singular, and then what was the first song that you wrote and finished for the album? Well, interestingly, um, for the album Cycle, like Why was the first song that I, I guess, wrote that I was going to release from this period, but it's not on the album. It isn't. Why is not on the album, no. People have um, thought that it was. People probably, yeah, I think they... Yeah, but no, it's not. I think I just remember this because I remember my last album. There was another song that was like a single in between. And it's kind of like it, it, for me, that song was a bridge. And that song was definitely, like you said, like different than anything I'd done before. But it doesn't fit in th- this world of songs. Transition. Yeah. Is Alien on the album? No. Alien is um Whoa. was never like my, I mean, Alien was Jonas and mine song always. Got it. And initially, actually, when we wrote Alien, it was, we were thinking like, this is a Jonas song. So the way that I like thought about writing it was never like writing a Sabrina song. It was always like writing the song for him. And then the way that he puts his production on it and, you know, the way that sometimes my lyrics just seem to come through, it felt like it should be both of ours. Makes sense. Yeah. Now, do you, I mean, a lot of artists could say why an alien should be on the album, but are you making way for, <laughs> I mean, how, how many songs are you sitting on? Um, well, over 60 songs, like, Whoa, for the past wow. two years. But um, Have you narrowed it down? Where are we at? Yeah. I mean, more songs than my last... It'll be more songs than my last two albums, for sure. So, w- w- 18, 16? Keep guessing. 20, I'm not going to give it away. 12, I'm not going to tell you right now. How many Target exclusives do we have? Target exclusives? I don't even see. We talked about that. Maybe the Japan exclusives. I don't oh, know. There's so many know. exclusives. <laughs> You're filled with exclusives. Yeah. So, you have 60 songs just chilling. You start this whole process two years ago. What is the last song you wrote and finished that will make it onto Singular? It was, um, wow, this is so hard. Edit this part out. Just kidding. <laughs> we play the Jeopardy oh, theme song. Oh, okay. I'm not going to say what it's called, but um, it's a song that I did with um, with Johan Carlson from Max Martin. And um, yeah, that song we did, I actually had my first writing camp throughout this whole process. And then for those of you who don't know what that is, um, it, it is like, it's basically like you have a bunch of writers um, for however long, sometimes it's a couple days, mine was a week. Um, it was curated by Ross Golan, who I love so much wow. and love working with. And um, he he pulled together like just incredible people that I've either worked with or hadn't worked with before. And there was three rooms going at once. And um, Are you floating between all three? Yeah. And for me, it was a crazy experience because I never realized how hands-on I was until then because I had such a, like... I was I had such a headache all the time because I was like no 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 I have to finish this song I have to focus on this song but like this song is happening and it's happening wait I have to go back over there and like I was constantly trying to figure out how to balance um, but we got some great songs out of it so when you meet with all these writers do you give them a creative brief do you give them a personal brief on you there has to be somewhat of a brief but at the same time like I said I, I feel like at the end of the day the songs that are on the album are the ones that I was completely a part of and the ones that are closest to me. Um, and I think that the nice thing is there started, we started to see a direction as I was halfway through this whole process. So when I could go in, you know, and at this point when we did this writing camp, this was when I had, you know, a chunk of the album done and a chunk of songs that I could play for people and be like, this is kind of, got it. this is kind of where we're going. You set so, the tone. Yeah, you set the tone and then, but really there are no rules and there's no boundaries and I love being surprised. And I think that that's why I love constantly working with new people. You, they bring colors to the table that you've never seen or heard before. What do you learn about your artistry and about you as an artist from that camp 
you just learn what you're capable of. You also just pay attention and you listen and you watch other people that do it completely different than you do. Um, and you learn a lot from that. I know that working with Stargate for the first time, um, one of the things that I learned from them, which now I take with me in, you know, all of my writing sessions is like, sometimes if a song isn't just coming to you immediately, you just go into the booth, sing melodies. Mm you know, and sing whatever, like literally just whatever you feel. And there's been so many songs that we've written together that have literally, they just start out as like three minute songs just of melodies, no words, just melodies. And then we finish and we write the song later. I feel like that's, I don't know, I don't want to say common, but a lot of people just when you feel it and you just kind of go with whatever is coming out, yeah. that just flows out of you. Yeah, trust your instincts. Yeah. And then... And then it really does feel like you as an artist and not like, you know, if I were to go in and say, I want to I want to write a song like this artist or some like what this person just did. I mean, I always thought like that was that was the thing that I, I love using other artists for inspiration and for vibes and for, you know, inspiration because there's a sick drum beat or, you know, the harmonies on a certain song are insane. But um, I think you need to find or personally for me, it was it was about making sure that I wasn't going into this thinking I want to sound like anybody but myself. Why do you think now at this phase in your career that all of these major producers want to work with you? Because you're, you're throwing around names like, you know, Max Martin and Stargate. These are the biggest of the big. They do not just work with anybody. And when they create a piece of art, that art has value to it. Like you look at Johan and you look at Max, right? Like, <laughs> dude, they have so many hits under their belt. They yeah. got number ones for days. <laughs> you're making her nervous. Well, I was like, <laughs> why do they want to work? I no, don't but, know. <laughs> but do you, do you ever think about that? Like that you're in the room with some of the best and brightest that this industry has to offer? And you're one of them. But like, I, mean, I don't know, just... Yeah, you definitely do. But I mean, if I think about it, I'll cry. So like, I can't, I can't like, I can't overthink it. Yeah. I think you do though. I mean, for me, like... I don't know that that was a part of like my history and the things that I was interested in growing up were the people behind the songs and the people that created, you know, the biggest hits that we, we've that have been passed on for generation after generation um, and how a song is not a song is not just one day or one time period. A song can be classic and can outlast so many generations, which I just think is almost like magic so um, working with those people that are you just named and that I at this point like I'm just I'm just fans of like the biggest fans of and working with them made me more of a fan of them um why they chose to work with me i don't know i like to work hard that's for sure um i definitely know that like i'm 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 very focused because it's a place where i feel like i get the most done um in the studio and i feel like i'm i'm at my highest peak of creativity when i'm there um and i don't know it's it's a collaborative effort that's for sure but they've taught me so much i'm so grateful so why Almost Love? Would you write, why'd you want to write that song? Almost Love, um, it was funny because it wasn't the first song I wrote with them. It was um, a couple songs in. And I remember them playing like the instrumental, like a, a rough version of the instrumental of the song um, that they had. And there was like these, these whistles. And I was like, <laughs> how am I supposed to write? This? Like, what, what, what does this make me feel like? Because it's kind of, there's a lot going on here. And um, I hopped in the booth and I started 
singing and that's how we have most of the melodies in the song um, and then we got out and I had the words almost love written in my phone for a long long time um, because me in my life being 19 and like kind of just never staying in one place for more than two seconds mm-hmm. um, there's so many relationships that just never get their ending and never finish and um, and it really is these series of like almost lovers so um, we decided to write that song and it was fun and I just again like this personality shined through that I had never heard before almost love like in those moments do you feel like that relationship with that person could be something real if you gave more of yourself to it or you gave more time to it in this particular song it wasn't me giving more of it it was the other person Got it. um so i mean it, it would it would be i guess it's always like a give and a take for for both people um but yeah in this particular song it was just like come on like just just let it be something um so it's it's fun i I, it's very different from the other songs on the album for sure are you singing to a specific person i'm singing to 80 million people um all the time because for me like this may have been inspired by two or three different scenarios um but i know i'm gonna go through it a million times again because it's just my life and i'm always on planes i'm always in cars i don't sleep so that is what it is is the album finished it's very close like Song wise, yeah, but there's just like mix. It was we're in we're in final editing mode. What story are we trying to tell with singular? We're trying to tell a story of a single voice, um, and I think, and not just because I'm single. Like I just mean like a voice alone. You know what just I mean? One voice. Anyway, just one voice. <laughs> Whatever. You. Um, yeah, and I think that actually. The reason why I called it singular was we were in, I was having a conversation with someone that heard, that had heard, wow, I love speaking, um, (laughs) that had heard the album and they said that it was singularly Sabrina. And I was just like, oh, then, and that wasn't like what made me call it singular. That was just, that made me think about the reason um, behind why so many songs on this album represented this confidence, represented this, um, I hate to say the word empowerment. I think there's themes of empowerment within all of it. Um, But a lot of different things that I had to go through this album to prove that I didn't need other certain people to help me get there. And so I think that that was a big part of it as well. Um, I think singular, hopefully whoever listens to it, they just feel like, a badass and they can just live their life their cute little confident worry-free <laughs> life drama-free life um, because that's how it's made me feel but do you feel confident while you're making the music or after it's already done like no, while I'm making it which like I said like when I'm in the studio I feel like there's no barriers there's no limits so I'm able to just create what whatever I want and luckily you know the people around me were, were, were usually on the same page which is what makes it really exciting is because you're working with these people that want to help you find who you are as, a, as an artist while I want to help myself find who I am as an artist when you're in the writing camp is it hard for you to open up to so many different groups of people oh good question um I think you feel it with certain people. You know what I mean? Mm. I think you get in a room with someone and you feel comfortable um, enough to to share to share stories. But I, I honestly do feel like you have to be open in that process, no matter who it's with. If it's someone that you met for the first time, it's someone you've known for months. Because in order for someone to get a sense of you and who you are as an artist and as a person, you have to let them in. Um, and I think that I definitely learned that. But that's also how I've created like some of my best friends. Yeah. Yeah. yeah because they see, I mean, they see you and get to know you at your most vulnerable. And yes. They can we love that word that. as artists. We love the word vulnerable. But it's scary to be vulnerable. It is. It's like, and, and I think that's also a part of like being comfortable and confident. It's yeah. easier for you to be vulnerable and open up if you're more secure in yourself. 
Yes. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. Because then you're okay with people poking and prodding and taking moments in your life and turning into a hook and yes. whatever it may be. Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, every time you say something, I rethink everything about the world. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, I'm thinking about the movie, The Theory of Everything, and I'm trying to figure it out. Okay. But anyways. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I find it really interesting, especially these camps. Like, did you buy, a, like, rent a house? Did it... um, no, we, we rented a studio that was um, we used for a week. And it. it was one of my favorite places to work because they always had warm chocolate chip cookies. Oh, I know um, where you're going in Hollywood. You know? Oh, yeah, yeah. It's amazing. It's a good so, studio. Yeah, I do. I love so what, you it. So you have four different studios going, like, on that top floor just going at once? Yeah. That's it's expensive to rent out that building. I didn't pay for, for a it. week. That's right. <laughs> but they care about you, whoever has the money. They believe. They Aww. believe. That's a pretty big deal. How's your mom? I saw your mom back there. Nice mom, literally, you. by the way, she like literally asked. I think I knew I was doing this over a week ago, and she was like, um, "I want to come with you this day because you're going to see Zach." So I, I want to. You're see the Zach. best. She literally was like, "I want to, I want to come see Zach," and I was like, "Okay." Oh, that's <laughs> cute. I really like your Twitter header. Uh, header. Header. My Twitter header. <laughs> love it. it. The the curtain. But it Thanks. also looks like the curtain I used to use in like PowerPoint to like open up my presentations. Exactly. It's Simple. beautiful. Thank you so much. I love PowerPoints. <sighs> I was great at making PowerPoints because I was homeschooled. So oh. like a lot of it was on the internet. Like I can make a great PowerPoint. You animate and stuff? No, I just can <sighs> make great PowerPoints. <laughs> I, my transitions were my specialty. Oh, really? That oh, the slides? Really, yeah, yes. like the, the fizzle in, fizzle out. Uh, I hooked your attention. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Nice star wipe. When are we getting a music video for Almost Love? Uh, this month. <gasps> Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Well, can you share anything? Like, who directed it? Did you? Any um, it was directed by Hannah Lex Davis, and um, creative was you know my amazing group of creative team around me. My sister and I, and Amber and um, my team, my management team. So it, it came to life <laughs> over. Actually, we had a long time to film this video, but we didn't end up filming it until right before the song came out. Um, but I was actually supposed to film it before I left to film a movie in Albuquerque. Um, so I was like, I kind of had a lot of time to think about it, which is almost scary. Sometimes you, you don't want too much time to think about something because then you overthink it. Um, but we actually are just finishing it now. It's still like in the editing and final editing process. How many times have you listened to the album? Wow. I don't know. A lot. Probably a ton, I would think. Yeah, did you, you also... Did you on your way here? Yeah, I did. Or certain songs, yeah. Because um, I, I feel like there's certain songs that are like my favorite that I'll listen to a lot. Um, but it's funny because like now I'm in this process of mixing and editing and I'm just, I'm so picky with so many things. So I guess like when I get, it's it's a series of edits and drafts and you have to listen to it a lot. If, I mean, I care about it so much, you know what I mean? You take a lot of notes? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Blowing up those producers' uh, Blowing it up. No, they're great though. And they honestly, they do and they're they're amazing. I don't know. I mean, maybe they're annoyed by me and maybe I'm actually all wrong, but I don't, I don't know. <laughs> Hopefully not. What defines your favorite song on your album? Like, how do you pick? Like, you ask all the hard questions. Um, that's really hard. What defines my favorite song on the album? You said you have favorites. I have favorites at times. But the reason why each song specifically is on this album is because they were all my favorites at one point. And usually these songs are the ones that I left the studio and literally couldn't fall asleep that night and had to listen to them over and over and over again because they make me so excited. Um, and I think, thanks. Thanks for the chuckle. Um, it's, it's sweet. No, but really, that's how, that's how I want my music to make me feel, that excited. It's cool. Thanks. I, I made... This uh, emotions behind this album. Yeah, narrow it down to three or four. What what would it be? Wow, um, 
It would definitely be confusion. <laughs> okay. Confu- interesting. Confidence, which are two very... They... They don't go together very well, do they? But uh, one can lead to the other. Yeah, exactly. Um, and intellectual sense of humor, which oh. is one word. I just made it into one word. That's, <laughs> that's what true intellectuals will do. Yes. <laughs> yeah, just wow. make stuff up. Yeah. <laughs> intellectual, uh, intellectual sense of humor. Mm-hmm. I'm fascinated. And does that play into the fact that there's like, you know, the beautiful statues and all the art that was associated with some of the uh, single artwork, whatever the thing that Dan photoshopped his face onto? That was genius. By the way, very surprised more people did not do that because I was like, that's such an easy thing to do. And I didn't think about it. Someone did Photoshop Shrek there, though, and I personally like that better than yours. That's rude. Like, I liked yours, but then when I saw that, I was like, nah. Well, Shrek's better <laughs> That's fine. Shrek could beat me. That's fine. As long as I'm second. Yes, I'll you're second. That. You're second. Thank you. Do we have a release date for the album? Winter. Winter. The best release date. Winter is coming. <laughs> Winter is coming. But we, we have confidence. We have confusion. Yeah. We have intellectual humor. Sense of humor, yeah. You're funny? You're making jokes on this album? I'm hilarious. No, Hello. I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> no, it's just about finding like the moments in life that do confuse you and do stress you out and looking at them with a sense of humor. Cool. Yeah. How much fun can you have in a minute? (laughs) So much fun. (laughs) Tell us about it. Why don't you tell me about your fun in a minute? I mean, you're the one that's singing about it. Yeah, but obviously you resonated with that particular lyric. I mean, clearly you wrote the lyric for a reason. Right, but then that one stood out as out of all of the other lyrics in the song, right? Of course it did, yeah. Yeah, Absolutely. So what does it mean to you? Like, why did you want to write that? Like, what made you gravitate towards (laughs) asking me this question? (laughs) I just feel like, you know, seven minutes in heaven, but we're like now down to one minute. We're down to one. Yeah, so like... Exactly. I've actually never played that game. It's so weird. Interesting. Interesting. Have you played one minute in heaven? No, never. Mm. But I wrote the songs. Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever tried to kiss somebody for a minute straight? You Um, lose breath. (laughs) You It's like going underwater. Yeah, dude. Or or I'm just really out of shape. So I have to take like every 15 seconds. (gasps) Didn't you ask for relationship advice on Twitter not too long ago? Oh my God. Yeah. Why did I see that? But because because I saw Sophia respond to that and I was like, Zach, (laughs) I'll help you. Well, I'm from that same person who gave me the silent treatment. I will give you all my stories. Let's let's, let's sit together, write a song. That's the real therapy. Yeah. Zach Sang Show. I am so sorry to interrupt the interview. I'll just be real quick. Get Quip. It's the best toothbrush out there. I'm obsessed with this thing. It sticks right to my mirror. It's timed out perfectly, so I always know that I'm brushing the right amount. They send me refill heads like every month, and that's not just for convenience. It's for my health. Plus, Quip is an amazing toothbrush. It's electric, and it starts at only 25 bucks. $25 for really the best toothbrush you will ever buy. I got it for Dan, Heather, my mom, my sister, my dad. Oprah uses this toothbrush. So why shouldn't you? Quip. Seriously, it's the best. Go to getquip.com slash sang, and you're going to get a toothbrush starting at 25 bucks, and your free refill pack will follow. That's right. You'll get something free if you go to getquip.com slash sang. Try out the Quip toothbrush. You'll love it, but I really want you to tell me what you think. So use it and get back to me. Getquip.com slash sang. Okay. Back to the interview. Zach Sang Show. Do you, I mean, really, music to you is more than just art. Is it a form of therapy? Yeah. Would you look at it as like that? Like, I mean, when, listening to it, yeah, I, I, I escape. I, I just think, yeah, that's what it should make you do. And that's why I think, like, I think with this particular album, but also, like, the way that I listen to music truly is that way. It's like, it should take you out of reality for 
a couple minutes. Um, and I think that with this, like I wanted, I wanted the listener to feel um, less self-conscious for as long as they could and to just open up a little bit more and feel like, you know, where their heart is and where their mind is like are kind of together for a moment. You know what I mean? I totally get it. Yeah. How's your dating life? Do you have a boyfriend? Hey, Dan. Um, <laughs> no, I don't have a boyfriend. That's, well, singular, single, mm. singular. Yeah. That's right. Dating life, um, just let me refer you to my song Almost Love because it's called Almost Love for a reason. Okay. Um, yeah, no, I think that's, it's interesting that theme came up a lot in the album. Alien um, was kind of like the first song that I felt like I wrote sort of touching on that topic of just like, wanting to know why people do certain things act yeah. certain ways i think like this is really the most curious period of my life right now <laughs> everyone's so weird and then i just want to know why <laughs> <laughs> accurate you know are you in a better what is a more preferred space my mom for says you? i need a boyfriend now <laughs> is it because the album's done <laughs> and now you're gonna need inspiration for the next one no i think she just she just sees that i'm like too in everything that i'm doing right now and i need like i do need like an escape you yeah. know what i mean mm-hmm. but like it's uh, funny you, you got a lot going on and whatever you got going on if you have a relationship with somebody you got to kind of share it with them a little bit that's true and that's a lot of work and i think there was that was prob- part of the reason why i haven't like dated or been in a relationship for a while now just because i felt like you know so much of it is a give and a take and you have to be willing to give so much of yourself yeah. to another person and put someone else before you sometimes and um and i think that this was a specific period in my life where i had to figure out my stuff and what I was doing and um, figure out the story that I was trying to tell and um, yeah so call 1-800 I'm kidding <laughs> put my ad for dating at the bottom oh I'll get I'll rent I'm out absolutely one joking. bus bench if you want a bus bench. <laughs> Just one. we only have budget for one bus bench <laughs> make it the right one yeah. in an alley somewhere where no one can see it it's cool thanks guys we're really trying yeah but were, were you attempting love while making this like were you at least talking to people were you feeling it out you you find people along the way yeah. i mean i think it's 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 friendships it's it's everyday life i can't do forced things though and i think because i'm also an actress there's this part of me that um just probably over fantasizes and romanticizes everything story of my life story of my life by one direction but, it really is you know <laughs> because you blow it into this whole big thing and then it's never going to meet your expectations yeah well that's well, kind of sad it does. sometimes it does, it does. um so far, hasn't. But, but there's hope, you know what I mean? Right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, I, you I, sound I, so confident right now. <laughs> Every time I like have a, like a, a touch of a relationship in my life, I do the exact same thing. I go into movie mode and I just see these yep. beautiful you shots of water fountains. Yes, us you cuddling, see slow motion things. You see a nice score with like a soft violin. That's what I see. I mean, you know what I'm I saying? I see a white horse and us on it. I never see the horses because I think I'm allergic. But I mean, there's, you know, there's just, there's moments and you do. You, you you think like and that's why I've had such an interesting time writing about that writing about what could have happened and, and what might happen because um, it is so interesting to me it's like really just this mystery that you can't unlock yeah, because because people are weird that's it yeah. <laughs> I'm connecting all of this and yeah I'm once you hear it, much. I hope you I hope you think about it. I'm really looking forward to hearing this album. Me too. You have more songs with Stargate on the album? Yeah. How many? I have one or two more songs with Stargate on the album. Cool. Yeah. Uh, how about the Max Martin Camp? Anything from them? Yep. Very nice. Mm-hmm. 
you mentioned Timeless Record before and mm-hmm. the, the idea that music really can last I'm forever. I'm petting the cat now. Do you notice that? I don't know why I started petting it. <laughs> it's a cat. Petting its eyeball. It's great. Anyways. <laughs> the eyeball. Real soft. Best part of the cat to pet. Um, you said Timeless Records. Mm-hmm. You've listened to your album, obviously, a ton of times. Do you feel like you have one of those? Ooh, I'm going to let you... I'm going to let you decide that. I think um, I think I just, I feel so close to these songs. Um, and the more people that feel close to these songs is the better. Um, I think, I think you'll, I think there's something for everyone, truly, which is why I, I feel like each song kind of stands alone. Again, singular. I guess there's a lot of reasons why I called it that. But they stand alone, but yep. when they come together, they do give an accurate representation of you. Yep. Very exciting. Winter. Winter is coming. Winter is coming. Wow. Do you have any more questions, Dan? Um, yeah, this is a normal one. What's the hardest part about going from a Disney star to a normal person star? <laughs> to a normal person. A normal one. Interesting. Um, you Disney star a, to a normal person star. You what was I before? before? Do you feel like I was different like as a person? I feel like no. you have a weird accent now. I do? Yeah. That's just from traveling, I think. Yeah, you've picked My up sister something. said that too. Yeah, you've picked That's it up. That's so weird. Yeah. My sister said that when I was in Europe. She goes... You speak differently. Mm-hmm. I was like, you sure do. I think it might be mean? a phase. I, I, I'm not, I, I have another friend who went through this, a similar phase in their life. And like, I think it was just, uh, I think it was like confidence and also like class and maturity. And it sure. kind of like came out. I don't know. I like it. That's funny. Um, to answer your question, I guess, uh, how do you go from Disney star to normal person star? Um, now she's watching her accent. I am. Now I'm oh. thinking about it. Well, I noticed it last time you were here, and it's still there. <laughs> Has it developed more? No, it's kind of no, going away, kinda... but it's still there. It's, it's fading still... a bit. It's fading a bit. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. All right. Keep me updated I on will. myself. I will. I'll let you know. Um, <laughs> set our tweet. <laughs> yeah. Every time you speak, he will follow up with notes. <laughs> I'm so terrified now. Um, I'm always watching. So, <laughs> yes, you are. Jeez. Um, that particular question, I mean, for me, I was thinking about this the other day. Like, if I had started everything that I'm doing right now in this year without anyone ever like knowing who I was beforehand or knowing anything that I did beforehand um, I don't think there would be as big of a reaction to who I am at 19 because that's normal I I feel like I'm actually pretty chill for a 19 year old (laughs) compared to most you're Um, very cool thank you I didn't actually mean cool I just meant chill as in like Loki no yeah (laughs) grounded relaxed actually I'm kidding I'm insane I don't know what I'm talking about but anyways (laughs) But I think that because you you saw who I was as a person at 13 or 14 or it is it it feels like there's this huge change and you've gone through this shift. And of course, you grow like anyone else does. Um, You just saw me like go through puberty a little on camera and my hair got better, I think. Um, And, you know, it's you do you learn things along the way. But but truly, it it was a job that I did when I was, you know, between 13 and 16 or 17. And um, you transition out of it by just then doing doing what life throws at you um, and progressing naturally. And so it was interesting because when I when I wrote Almost Love and other songs in the album as well, it was never that someone said, okay, it's time. You have to write that song now. It was really just me writing it. And then everyone else going, oh, okay, this is, she's she's ready to, to develop and to grow into this, you know, new voice person. Natural this evolution. Voice person. I, I meant to say like voice slash person and it came out as a voice person. So just ignore that. It's a natural evolution. Like you, you, you leave Disney being a normal human being. So you go through, you know, and now I'm an alien. That's yes. truly, no, I mean, you, you, you leave that and go into like normal. I don't people think you life. leave Disney being a normal human being, no, but, but, I but, think. but maybe you have a chance to actually live normal life a little bit. 
No. You leave it with experience and wealth of knowledge. Um, I don't think you leave it as a normal person because I really do think, you know, for me at least, it, it changed my life in an interesting way. Yeah. Um, you know, it also gave me the ability to have a much broader and more diverse um, range of people that I was speaking to, yeah. which honestly helped me so much because I didn't have to think, oh, I'm only speaking to young people or, oh, I'm only speaking to older people. I was just speaking the way that I would. Um, and, and you realize that, you know, people of all ages and people of all kinds coming from any kind of place can relate to a simple feeling. Oh, yeah. Yeah. A lot of people grew up with you, too. I think that's fair to say, right? Because you started at 13. For sure. A lot of kids going through that same thing. <laughs> Life. Life. That's yeah, what it right. is. That's, that's the point I'm trying to make, you know? Life. Life without uh, Disney. I know. You know? Without, <laughs> it's chilling. What is the biggest lesson that you learned between 13 and 19 now? Wow. Between 13 and 19? Yeah, so when you started. <laughs> like what everyone says, like hydrate, drink water. <laughs> like, <laughs> Your vegetables. Make sure you eat. Um, actually, that was a big thing. Like I think listening to my body was a huge thing um, because I didn't realize like I was always that kid that was just like, go, go, go. I will work until, you know, you pull me physically off off the set. Um, and I think I had to, to listen. I'm still learning how to do that, though, to listen to myself a little bit more and go, okay, calm down, breathe. Take a nap. Take a nap. But what comes over you? Is it like a drive to get it done? Is it a drive to get it perfect? like it's all of it I think for me it's it's a drive that there's so much that I haven't done yet and so much that I want to do that I haven't done yet um, and that's like always been as simple as it is for me what would be a major accomplishment for you this year doing this act saying show <sighs> Mm. You're always invited here. Sorry. Three yeah. times already, so. Yeah. Well, like, yeah, that's what I mean. Like, I've really outdone myself. You really have. <laughs> and that way, when I set the bar there, I'm like, this has been a great year. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. This has been crazy. I did everything I wanted to three times. Yeah, you can just stop now. Yeah. No, you can just stop. The bar is low if it's starting with us. <laughs> a great Mexican dinner on a Tuesday yeah. would be above us. Oh, really? But is there, like, do we you should have Mexican food together. That sounds good. Oh. That sounds crazy. I'm down for that. Yeah. Two weeks, yeah. come back. Let's <laughs> two weeks, new song. Yeah, come on. <laughs> I'll, I'll treat for Mexican. No <laughs> um, but but do you want like obviously you want your album to chart when it comes out? You you want almost love to rise? Like do you think about any of that sort of the business or are you just always art and yourself? I want people to hear it, but I I want I think I more than anything like it's always about people hearing the voice that I am now and mm -hmm. not hearing it and going oh like this is this person from this or whatever it is you know I think it, I think as long as people are hearing the music and and using it in their own lives the way that you know they want to that's that's all i ask for i think numbers are we're we're so exposed now to so much information so much knowledge nowadays it's kind of scary we we don't know enough and then we know too much um so yeah it's it's a balancing act it really is you describe the new album based on emotions how would you describe this next generation of you this new version of you this mature version of you I think in the same way. I mean, honestly, because like we said, like they're the, one and the same. The album, yeah, it is. It is me. Um, and I think it's so hard. I change every five minutes, and I I feel like this this generation does because they really are. When you when you when you're feeling things for the first time and you're meeting new people every single day, that changes who you are as a person very quickly. Um, so I don't think I could choose. Are you cursing at all on this album? A little bit, Ooh. but not in the way that I was like, it was actually funny though, because I remember the first song, which isn't on the album, but the first song that I dropped, the mm, 
the F-bomb in. Everyone, they pulled out champagne and they were like, you can't have it, but we're going to cheers for you. <laughs> I was funny. like, thanks, guys. That's um, hilarious. No, it's, it's funny to, to think about it in a way that it's like, you know, they're words. But I, I, I say I, I only do it if, if I feel like it needs to be there. I won't do it if it just like, I just feels like, yeah. oh, let's put it there for fun. Like, there has to be a meaning and a purpose behind it. Makes sense. Makes sense. Does the person who wrote, uh, you wrote Almost Love About know that it's about them? Um, she hasn't told me yet. I haven't. <laughs> he doesn't know. <laughs> he doesn't know. But, no, I don't know. The, Maybe. I, me, but again, like I said, it could be multiple people. Okay. They should know that they missed out. I hope everybody who's dated you is, or attempted or gone on some date or sent yeah. you a flirty text message for over the last two years. Or a picture with their face on it. Knows that they missed out. <laughs> What what was your first thought when you saw that? Like were you like, oh, he's this a is real nice. journalist? I I thought I love Dan. Thank you. That is Dan. I appreciate it. Did you ever consider like, oh, maybe I should use this instead of the actual single artwork? No, I didn't actually. Okay. It didn't cross my mind <laughs> once. Um, no, I did. But the, I actually do. I love the single artwork. I think I I think people are going to think I have a weird fetish with statues uh, in a little bit. But how did, how did that start? Who who was like you should be cuddling with the statue? That was me. I I literally just had this idea of of this statue representing um, an almost lover because obviously it has no emotion and it doesn't it can't reply it can't respond it can't like give you the love that you need um, so that was kind of like my symbol for that um, and being so close to it but like not close enough that it could ever be a real person that is smart wow. Wow. thanks y'all you're smart she's thanks. an intellectual yeah. she made a new word during this why interview. do I laugh so loud <laughs> <laughs> hey, in the lyric video, um, yes. you said you got stood up at the ball. Yeah. Is that true? <laughs> yes. You really did. So, Somebody no. stood you up? Oh. No, but uh, can I can I just l- let my story live out there? Like, that's how I wanted it well, to be Well, then say yes. Yes. This goes back to the movie I've never thing. been to a ball, though, so I wasn't going to lie. I've never been to a ball. But, um, no, I, I was like, this is my vision for this video. I get, I get stood up. I run to a karaoke bar. No shoes. I'm in a prom dress for no reason. And I go buck on the karaoke mic. Um, yeah, and that, that was just my original idea. And also, it gives this this energy behind the song that I wanted people to hear the first time that they listened to it, if that was the first time. And so it came out the same day as the song. The dance moves were on point. Thanks. <laughs> All mine, actually. I, mean, no, I thought I would assume so, yeah. <laughs> dance approval matters. Yeah, no, I've, I've learned that now, yeah. And then you walked off stage like, Thank you. Yeah, thank you so. You watch the end. Of no one ever watched. By the way, like when I show that video to people, like they'll always like, you know, like how you kind of resolve something before it ends, and I'm like, no, no, wait, there's like an ending. Like just wait, keep watching. Yeah, thank you, Dan. Mm-hmm. Have no you ever actually been stood up by anybody? No. Oh, I'm way too cool for that. I was just gonna say. <laughs> <you're born. laughs> I'm kidding. Nobody wants to miss me. No, I haven't know? because I haven't given them an opportunity to stand me up. I just, I don't show up. No, I'm kidding. Um, no, I'm, I'm. I've said this before, but like, I guess I'm just picky. So, I get it. Yeah. How would you date? Like, do you, do you go on like Raya? I feel like this has become like, like I, Sabrina's love life interview. I mean, a little bit. Sure I how, mean, a little bit. How about bit. your mom? She yeah. wants you to get a boyfriend. So that's true. Yeah. Yeah. This She's is shaking charity. her head. Yes. Yeah. I feel like I need like all meet all meet him at Whole Foods or something like that. Okay. Just oh, that's romantic. I won't. No, but. but but Again, I another wish movie I would. Mo- another movie moment. Yeah. Yeah. Both reaching for some kale. Oz the grapes kale. are so grapes, much more romantic yeah. than kale. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a romantic. I don't know by any means. Reaching for the grapes, like with the statue around. Yeah, it's very 
that's a good picture. Well, I always wonder, like, like, you know, you said you're cool. People don't stand you up. They don't have the opportunity. I said I'm cool, but that's weird. Uh, yeah. Society, too. Yeah. Like, you know, you don't just, it's hard for you to just go on Tinder. I go on Tinder. You, you <laughs> Do pro- you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. It's my playground. My sister uses dating apps, uh, but, like, I can't. Your sister kind of looks like you. Really? Well, that's bit. Sarah, not that one. She has a boyfriend, the uh, other one. Yeah. Got it. I have three older sisters. Wow. Yeah. A lot of estrogen. Yeah. What are they doing? They life. They li- <laughs> yeah. They live. Living? They live. They yeah. breathe every day. Wow. Yeah. It's great. Wow. Knock on wood. Yeah. That's oh, cool. Mm, there's actual wood here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> are you going on tour? I will be next year. Yeah. Okay. But um, this year has kind of been like. I've, I've been able to get to different regions that I didn't get to on my, you know, summer tour, which was just in the U.S. So um, we did Japan. Um, I'm going to some more places in the next couple months. Cool. I nice. won't say it because then they'll get, you know, I have to make sure that they're definitely locked in. Locked in but, and you have yeah. two movies coming out. I do. Well, when are they coming out? So The Hate You Give um, comes out October 19th. Oof. And then um, the one that I just filmed in Albuquerque, it's called The Short History of the Long Road, probably will come out next year but that's I, I dyed my hair for that role yeah, so how like, was life as a brunette whew, not good for me not gonna <laughs> lie not saying that this is how it is for everyone I'm saying personally as myself what I kept telling myself was I met Beyonce as a blonde so she only knows me as a blonde so uh, when I'm a brunette I'm <laughs> basically like like I'm just not existing really yeah. Beyonce doesn't no know you idea. are so. you know what I mean she'll have no idea yeah. so that's kind of how I was thinking but then again I was also like in a completely different character for a month which was really cool are you living in that character or are you coming in and out of it I was really living in it it was hard to get out of it because it was very it was very emotionally draining um, which is really cool because it's something I've never done before do you focus on music at all while you're shooting or are you just 100% invest in what's going on on set I don't know how I did but it would be like in between takes and I'd be listening to mixes and like I would have to like kind of because there are certain things it's like deadlines you know and I'm that person that is like I I need to do everything at once Um, but it didn't take me out of it at all I mean I think a character a real person in life would listen to music so it just happened to be mine (laughs) you give what's the character why was it so weird and straining she grows up um, in a van her entire life um, with only her father Um, since birth she's lived in this van and so um, she's lived like a very interesting life and then when tragedy strikes She's forced to take the wheel on her own. Um, so you can assume what happens. But we won't give it away wow. for people that D- weren't listening. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hooked. Um, Is this movie only taking place in a van? It takes a place... Uh, Nature. There's a lot of nature in this movie, but um, yeah, the van is like the van. We, the van kind of became my best friend. I also learned so much. I learned how to siphon gas, which is crazy. Well, cool. Um, cool. No, like really, like just in case there's <laughs> just, a natural disaster and you need to get around. Need to get around it. Um, <laughs> no, I learned how to do a lot of things in this movie that like I would I would never have to learn. Um, and it really, it really was a very like non-glamorized version of myself which I loved because I I think it it really shows people maybe the reason why I do both things because I get this sense of something completely different than what I'm so used to. Do you learn something new about yourself after finishing that process? It's kind of the same as music. You learn what you're capable of um, and you learn what you didn't know you were capable of before. So that was a crazy process. I'm excited for you to see that but I mean The Hate You Give also coming out this or this year, yeah. October. um, Is going to be incredible. The people, the People are talking. Yeah. It's going to be a big it's one. It's going to make you cry. You're going to have uh, quite a fall and winter, my friend. Thanks. You're a superstar. Dan. <laughs> I'm blushing. Look at that. <laughs> Get you a guy who compliments you. I know, your right? Your cheeks match the bottom of your shoes. I know. Look at that. Are those Louboutins? You know, whoa, yeah. Zach. I got an eye. Yeah. <laughs> got yeah. An eye. 
Uh, they're this nice. Is the Thank you so much. Wow. Yeah. Yes. Very. Uh, buying those is that a big deal for you? Well, I didn't buy these. Oh, so <laughs> are they a gift? I have to give them back. No, I'm kidding. Oh. Uh, well, yeah, you do. I don't know why. That's what this uh, this universe makes us do. It's, that's the most fascinating. thing. I wish I could keep them. But but you really have to give them back. I mean, they're at scuffed. some point they are scuffed, right? Yeah. Who I, wants them now? Nobody. Me. Unless you're gonna repaint the bottoms. So, yeah, you want them. I want them. But that's the other thing that I've never been able to realize was like once people get rich enough to buy all the clothes they want and they're on TV and they get all this fancy stuff or make music, that's when all the clothes come for free. That's when all the cool stuff is just like given to you. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. It's horrible. But it's, <laughs> it makes no sense. It's really. <laughs> makes no sense. Oh, you hate the free stuff? No, I will tell you though, like honestly, my sisters take everything. So it's, it's I mean like, to be honest, I'm really, I'm really giving as far as what I get. So, um, no, I mean, there's, there's a nice aspect to it. It's not, it's not everything and especially not, not me yet. For sure. Um, but I'll let you know if I get some Converse, I can take care of you for sure. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. Those, those we're, we're best friends. So we'll, we'll expect some converse in a couple weeks. Yeah, just expect yeah. them in your yeah, yeah. bedroom. So here, a couple you're, things you're delivering them straight nice. to the bedroom? <laughs> I wanted to sound kind of creepy there, and it went right over his head, but y'all caught it. <laughs> no, it worked. Yeah, because Dan's been like waiting for something. I'm a like creepy. That. I like creepy things. I know. <laughs> we couldn't tell. Yeah. So we learned that Y and Alien are not going to be on this album. Yeah. Uh, so we have room for other but records. But that's chill because they're still out there in the universe. You can still stream them on Spotify and all of the, the streaming devices. Stream it on your phone. <laughs> stream it on your phone. Uh, <laughs> Singular is going to come out in the winter. <laughs> it's going to be a big release. You're going to be a huge star. You're going to be a star, kid. You're going to be in the movies. <laughs> um, you have a movie coming out in October, a new movie in 2019. You got a lot going on, man. Very exciting. Are you working with Marshmallow? Are you? Look at that little smirk. Uh-oh. Are you going like, to show up at the RDMAs together or something? Oh, my gosh. I think, uh, hopefully I'll see him tomorrow. Um, but we've written a few songs together, yeah. Wow. We'll see what happens. And I'm going to make the album? <laughs> we'll see what happens. <laughs> How many songs did you guys write together? We'll see what happens. <laughs> what is it like working we'll with him? see what happens. No, um, <laughs> does, he, does he talk, actually talk to you? Because yes. he didn't talk to me. <laughs> He was just completely silent, didn't uh, say anything. Yeah, you he talks, watch yeah, our he talks to me. He's wonderful. He's oh, so sweet. Nice. Yeah. He's very selective. He's very sweet. You get it? Uh, uh, sweet like a marshmallow, marshmallow full of sugar. Sweet like, yeah. I eat sugar free marshmallows. It's the ones I prefer. Those exist? Zach, are you good? No. <laughs> <laughs> Is everything okay? No. <laughs> okay. Uh, Do you talk? Right. And I'm going to go. Take a nap. Yeah. <laughs> I'll talk to you guys later. <laughs> okay, it's nice seeing you. Almost so good to see you. <laughs> Almost Love really is a single. You should listen to it. It's a great record. And we're plug, gonna be playing plug, it on plug, the show. plug, 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 yeah. plug. Almost Love. Almost Love. Uh, and yeah, Singular. It's going to come out very soon. Love Winter. you guys so much. A lot of love for you. You really are. <laughs> Fun. You know, you, you've been on the show a few times, like we said, but really hanging out with you in Kansas City. I, I got a real vibe Did for you. Did you get a vibe? Yeah, it's like a human being, and you're a human. <laughs> it's a human being. When all I'm here, it's, it's all fake. There was no Lights and I wasn't in front of a microphone. Neither were you. And like you were just so cool. And you're such, you're a grounded, kind person. And you care about people. Like you, you knew my deal. You got us. Like you're just very compassionate. And I don't know. I it's keep talking. Good energy great. from yeah. you. I really appreciate you. I'm gonna put this on my dating profile. Like that little clip. Please let me <laughs> write Take it. That little snippet and be like, she's compassionate. She's caring. Sabrina, and, mm-hmm. I will write you the best dating bio. You'll bio? Get. You have yeah. to do a bio? Oh, yeah, you should see That's mine. the worst. I'll show you my Tinder profile. How is anyone supposed to get a grasp from you from a sentence? Well, it's, it's not like, yeah, you want like quick facts. What like, would yours say? 
No, I, uh, chill. She's pretty chill. Um, <laughs> just loves, chill. Period. Honestly, loves chocolate cake. Would yeah. would uh, love. What What's an ideal Friday night for you? Oh. When you're not working. When I'm not working. Yeah. Friday night. I mean, or it Saturday. could be any night. Um, or any night that you have nothing going on. That's that's a great question. Um, I just got a new bathtub because I moved in into a new house, nice. so I love baths now. What's so your that's address? Fun. Um, <laughs> Jesus. One eight hundred. See, baths. Is so nice. I love baths. What, baths are great now. You do those bath bombs? Yeah. Uh, mm, huh. Not really. I feel like they die your skin. I feel like no one cares about this. Yeah. <laughs> hey, bats are bats. We, bats are bats. And, but by the way, if you put I like bats on my dating profile, people are going to make assumptions and just, you know, go to conc- so draw conclusions. This that, world, we need, to, we need to recheck this world. A bath could be a bath without another person in it. Yeah. But why would you Yes, want Zach, that? it could be. You're right. Sometimes I, you have to bathe. Yeah, you're right. That's what showers are for. I haven't taken a bath in so long. <laughs> Um, well, guys, right. we gotta go. Anyway, Sabrina yeah. Carpenter, everybody. All right. <laughs> Ended on a strong, strong note. Love. This podcast is part of the Zach Sang Show Podcast Network.